Welcome to the Loyola Greyhound Podcast. I'm Jason Johnson, the Director of Video Production for Loyola Athletics. Join us as our guests will range from coaches, trainers, athletic administrators, and student-athletes. This week, I sit down and talk to men's and women's swimming and diving head coach, Brian LaFleur. A former four-year letter winner on Loyola's swimming and diving team, he is one of the longest-standing coaches at Loyola and will be entering his 29th season as the head coach of both the men's and women's swimming and diving teams. We'll talk about Brian's tenure here as head coach and discuss the transition from the MAC to the Patriot League, what that looked like both academically and athletically, and we highlight some of the great student-athletes we've had in the swimming and diving program over the past few years. Presented by the Pinnacle Advisory Group. So, Coach, I wanted to start by asking you about um, if, if you think your, your student-athletes are, are doing well with uh, the loss of some of the last season and, and everything that's going on with uh, COVID-19. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the seniors are really bummed, you know, about uh, not being able to you know, have that last hurrah graduation and all of the things that go along with it. I know, you know many of them go to the beach for a week together and uh, – and then several activities on campus they, they missed out on. So uh, I think it's tough for them, for sure. For the uh, recording with the Iggy's, I was talking with uh, Jimmy. Jason, and- by the way, amazing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It wasn't just me. There are a lot of people that worked on it. So Yeah, but, but you know, that. I thought it was outstanding. Um, I hope we can recreate that again. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. That means a lot. And I'll pass that along to the other people that worked with me on it. Um, I was talking with uh, Jimmy and Annie, um, who I, I don't know. You know, I, the first time I met them was talking to them through Zoom for the Iggies. And um, man, what good kids. And oh, they're great. I asked, uh, I, I said in passing just this kind of idea that I had that ended up going into the Iggies of like, well, I wonder what you guys are doing during this quarantine thing to get that itch of like training or, or, or getting in the pool and whatnot when you can't do that. And um, no less when I was done with Annie, did Jimmy send me an email of him doing that swimming thing and some of the, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even ask for it. It was just like a half baked idea I had when I was talking with them. And, and um, so Jimmy was the one that kind of started that whole thing. And I used his example to send the other athletes and, and everybody jumped on board. So um, really great kids that you have, you have, uh, have with you, especially Jimmy um, in doing that for me. That was great. Yeah. They, uh, he kind of hits all the marks. I mean, he's a 4-0 student, uh, great leadership, amazing athlete, uh, good in the community. Uh, he's, he's great. Um, so let's use that as kind of a, a jumping off point um, before we get to, uh, some of the things that Jimmy did or, or Annie with her, uh, um, uh, her leadership that she has, that she brings and, and stuff like that, that was highlighted in the Iggy's. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about how you came to Loyola, uh, what your experience has been here, um, the consistencies uh, that make Loyola what it is, or um, even some of the growth that you've seen um, not just in the university, but more specifically in, in the swimming and diving program since, since you've been here that you know of. Yeah, so I, um, I got started a while ago. I uh, was initially a student athlete here, uh, came in the fall of 1987, graduated in the spring of uh, 91. And uh, after um, 
after graduating, I uh, had a full-time job at uh, Baltimore Gas and Electric, which then became uh, Constellation Energy, and uh, had the opportunity to be uh, the assistant coach uh, to uh, Eric Van Ostrin, who was my coach uh, for two years. Uh, I swam for uh, Tom Murphy for a number of for the two years prior uh, to that, and uh, finished out with uh, with Eric. So, um, sorry, just finished out my senior year with Eric. So, I was Eric's assistant for one year, um, and it's interesting. Uh, in the fall of '91, uh, when I started, um, yeah, I don't remember exactly what the economy was like, but I know that uh, Eric really had to uh, start working a lot of uh, uh, weekends with his other full time job. At the time, our positions were both part-time. And uh, so <clears throat> early on, I really assumed a lot of responsibility that, that second semester of um, what was my first year of coaching. And uh, after my first year, um, Eric uh, could no longer continue just because of the demands of his other job. And uh, at that time, Joe Boylan, who was the athletic director, um, offered me the position, and uh, so I became the head coach uh, of the team in the fall of 1992. Uh, so uh, this coming year will be my 30th year as a coach. I guess 29 is the head coach. Uh, so seen uh, quite a bit over this time period. Um, I've had three athletic directors, Joe Boylan, uh, Jim Paquette, now Donna Woodruff. Um, and then we have uh, you know transitioned from the, the MAC conference to the Patriot League. Um, so we've seen quite a bit of a change in that regard, um, all positive, uh, in, in my opinion. Before we get into kind of the things of, of this past season, the accomplishments that we talked about, are there any, for the 30 years that you've been here, what are some milestones that you remember, whether they're of the specifically uh, the program you're a part of or as the athletic department as a whole, what are some things that stick out to you? And one of the big things I remember uh, back in 94, uh, we had quite a few teams make the NCAA tournament. Uh, I'm just going off memory now, but I think it was, uh, you know, five, five teams went to the tournament. Uh, a number of teams won championships that maybe didn't have uh, automatic births uh, like, like swimming. And I just remember, uh, what an amazing feeling that was uh, for us to have such a successful uh, year in a broad-based sense. Um, you know, I think uh, back to our first championships um, and, uh, you know, what, what those were like, um, you know, memories that I'll, I'll treasure. Um, I remember, you know, the decision to move into the Patriot League and, you know, some of the the questions that we had about, you know, what this would mean for us and, um, how much it really has helped to transform uh, our program. And I think the quality of the student athlete that we're able to attract now, um, you know, when we were in the MAC conference. I think the, the schools were very different uh, from an educational standpoint. Um, and I, I don't mean that to slight any, but some just were uh, perhaps easier to get in than others um, had different uh, offerings in terms of courses or specialties. And uh, I would think that, uh, you know, looking back when, when we were there and it was a 10-team conference, uh, we were most like Fairfield. Uh, and I think we're towards the top of, uh, of those institutions. Um, and I think when we moved into the Patriot League, uh, we definitely are now aligned with much more highly academic 
uh, schools and a more highly academically focused conference. Um, you know, the, the conference has uh, the academic index, which is a, a combination of your grade point average and SAT scores, and there are requirements that you have to meet those. Uh, the Patriot League and the Ivy League are the only conferences that have that. So, um, you know, we are getting really good student athletes. And I think, you know, if we look at our grade point averages and our uh, success uh, during the four years and then afterwards, we're really seeing, um, you know, excellence. And with that also came an increase in competition. Um I mean, just as somebody who can put two and two together, when you move into a conference with Navy and you're talking about swimming, yeah. you're, you're going to have a challenge uh, with, with them. So um, what was that uh, change as well? The level of competition, did that rise? Did that um, Was that something that you were uh, ready to take on? The uh, students were ready to take on? Talk, talk about that switch. Yeah, it's interesting. We had... Um... You know, going into it, um, we, uh, I'm not sure we really knew what to expect, quite honestly. Um, you know, uh, the decision was made, and then we were moving into that conference, you know, the, the following year. And uh, the excitement uh, for us was that um, it was, you know, high, really high level of competition. Um, uh, you know, and you mentioned Navy. Uh, you know, they're, they've, on the men's side, they've won. Um, every championship um they've only lost one dual meet ever you know in, within the conference so they're the uh they're the gold standard i would say at this point that we're, we're all striving to to be um but i can tell you anecdotally you know after our first year in the in the patriot league um you know we had a number of really strong performances we had a group of um women i, I, I point back to this our women's 800 free relay uh, it was the same four women that had competed on that relay the year prior in the MAC. Um, and we, we swam again at Patriots. We were 10 seconds faster, uh, broke our school record by 10 seconds. Um, and, you know, we would have placed, you know, first by a lot in the, in the MAC. And I think we were like, you know, probably sixth or seventh in the Patriot League. Um, so really what happened is the bar was just raised in terms of the level of competition. And I think in the past, what we used to do in order of building uh, our team was we would get a lot of really good swimmers and, you know, we have um, a, a real strong depth on our team and that depth in the Mac would allow us to score lots of people, you know, coming back at night and scoring points. Um, you know, what we, and what we saw in the early years moving into the Patriot League was uh, that depth didn't really, translate to success just given that uh, there was more talent in the, in the in the conference and i think what we ended up doing was we started to uh, not only attract better student athletes but from an from an academic standpoint but from an athletic standpoint we started to attract uh, better athletes and um, you know so we still have kind of kept to that mantra of um, having a little bit bigger teams than most and what we to do is create internal competition kind of pushes everyone um you know that expression you know high tide rises all boats i think that's what we're trying to trying to push each other to uh, make the patriot league team come back and score uh, in those events uh, and so if we look at like 
maybe our first year in the league, um, you know, we have 20 guys that go to the Patriot League Championship. And you know, outside of relays, we might have three or four that scored points for us. Um, you know, translate that to this past year. Um, and nearly every one of our guys scored an individual point for us. And consequently, we uh, scored third, highest we've ever placed, uh, just behind um, Army and Navy. And uh, I think a really great accomplishment for us. Um, you know, we've just steadily been moving up. And now the challenge will be to have the women have that same trajectory. Um, you know, they're, they're doing great as well. Um, and for the men to you know, try to tap into uh, Army and Navy. Well, this past year, by all accounts, was a success. And as you're talking about getting on the podium, uh, that, that's not easy. If anybody uh, just quickly scrolls through conference results, uh, you can see how dominant Navy just is in general. And um, so to be able to reach uh, the top three podium in the conference is a, a great accomplishment and uh, something definitely to build on as you're talking about with that uh, tide rising, you can, you can see that happening. Um, and in addition, what you were talking about, I, I wanna mention that you had 54 swimmers and divers that posted GPAs of 3.5 or higher in the fall. Um, so the all around quality of the program has been um, rising and is very exciting <laughs> right now. So this past year, there were so many great accomplishments from individual to uh, team efforts. Can you talk a little bit about what made this past year so special? Um, I know there's not like a secret sauce or one little thing you can put your finger on, but what was it about this past year that really um, drove this program to the next gear? Yeah, I, th I think um, we talk a lot about contagious swims as well. So when somebody sees greatness uh, from one of their teammates, you know, they can strive for that as well or believe that it is possible. And, you know, you only really get one first. So, like, I look back to Ben Kono um, a couple of years ago. He was our first uh, person that won an event at the Patriot League Championship. He was our first person that, um, you know, won – or, I'm sorry uh, – made uh, NCAAs, uh, he made Olympic trials. You know, these were things that uh, were first for us. And, you know, looking now, you know, a four-year cycle or part of the cycle uh, later uh, as it relates to Olympic trials and things like that, we have many kids on our team who are shooting for, hey, I want to make Olympic trials or I want to get on the podium. And they saw Ben do that. They see Jimmy do that. They see Devin do that. And, um, you know, others as well. You know, Max Verheyen is our first, uh, you know, rookie of the year. Um, you know, has tremendous time drops. And we're all training together. And I think there's just a belief. You know, Max can do this. Why not me? Devin can do this. Why not me? Emma can do this. Why not me? Uh, Emily Kogel, you know, uh, does great things. Why not me? And I think that's just the, uh, the, the belief that we have to keep going. And again, I, I harp on that internal competition. We're all pushing each other uh, to, to be better. Where do you see the future for this program, whether it's in one year, two years, five years? 
do you see this kind of continuing to grow? How has this been uh, this past year, the success? How has that helped you with recruiting and, or getting excited for uh, the next season? Um, talk to us a little bit about your envision for the future. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to continue to improve, um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the student athletes that we're able to recruit coming in or again, some of the student athletes on the team uh, as well. Um, and the example I'll use is if I look at our senior class that graduated this year, there were a number of uh, uh, guys um, who their junior year did not make the Patriot League team. They were left off because there were other guys on the team, whether it's freshmen that were coming in uh, or mainstays on the team um, that were uh, part of that Patriot League squad. I'm sure they were disappointed that they didn't make it. They worked all season and just fell short. Well, those guys were guys that uh, made it their senior year, that they did stuff over the summer or worked harder during the year and demonstrated that they deserve to be, you know, part of those uh, 20 spots. And I think the same thing will happen this year. We had a number of, uh, you know, returners who were just on the cusp of being able to be part of that Patriot League championship team. And I think to see the success we have and want to be a part of that, that they're, uh, albeit during this COVID virus, working as hard as they can and trying to uh, improve themselves so that when we do get back, that they're either going to push others on the team to be better or they're going to be better as well so that we uh, hopefully will be a stronger team. Um, we, we lost a lot of talent with the men and women this past year, but we have a real strong freshman class coming in. We've got about, uh, I think it's 14 women, 11 guys. Uh, so we have strong numbers coming in and they're very talented as well. I'm excited for what the future holds uh, with this past year being such a success and, and to build on it. It's certainly the tide is rising and uh, it's excited to see that happening. Um, Coach, I want to thank you for talking to me about it and uh, your time. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next time uh, we can see these athletes get in the pool. All right. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thanks. This podcast was brought to you by the Pinnacle Advisory Group, which offers clients active investment management and in-depth financial planning to help them achieve the financial peace of mind that they have earned. Pinnacle Advisory Group is located in Maryland, where it is operated for more than 25 years. Call 410-995-6630 to speak with a certified wealth manager today. Thank you.